Welcome to the newest edition of the Presequential Podcast. I don't know if we have a name for this yet, but, and I, I honestly don't know if we're going to do more than one episode of it. I like the idea of it. Uh, I'd like feedback from our listeners, especially our patrons. Yeah. This episode right now, we're going to call it From American Presidents to American Gladiators. <laughs> it's a really like Dickens title. It's yeah. Very nice. When I was a young boy. What was, how, how's the beginning of the book go? Uh, it was uh, the best of times. It was, was the, the worst of times. This was just the best of times. Yeah. <laughs> the season premiere, series premiere of American Gladiators. We've been thinking about and talking about what we want to do next for a long time. You know, I don't remember if it was Russ or I, but somebody threw out the idea, what if <laughs> in our episodic structure, we watched every episode of American Gladiators <laughs> and, and I, recapped it. I can say for certain it was you. It okay. wasn't me. It does sound like something I yeah. would do. I'm your host, Blaine Zimmerman, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Russ Slivka and Ryan Allwart. Did I say that right? Allwart, yeah. I've never right. had to say your name on the radio. You did it great. Um, <laughs> on the usually, radio. Usually you do this stuff, but I think Correct. since it was allegedly my idea i got thrown into the driver's seat here yeah i like it. um so not yet sponsored by greeks pizza but i'm not ruling it out i know some people over there i know they're also big american gladiators fans mm. so greeks pizzeria it's, it's our, our taste. taste so here's what we're gonna do yeah so we all watched the first episode of the first season of american gladiators I assume the link will be in the show notes. Yeah, I'll put there's it's on YouTube. It is, which I think means it's public domain. I'm pretty sure. Um, I don't know if we can use their theme song. I think we're going to. Yeah. You probably just heard it. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) You sure did. We're not playing Granary for this. Not my song. (laughs) We'll mix Granary with a little remix. It's a it's a very uh, 80s theme song. It is. I also found out there is an American Gladiator set soundtrack. Wow. Um, oh, that's It's cool. called American Gladiators, the music. It is not on Spotify, but you can find the soundtrack track listing on Wikipedia. Okay. Um, and We Will Rock You is the second song. Mm, nice. Uh, it was not played during this episode, Mm-mm. but I feel like there was a period of time in which that song was at every sporting event and in every movie, uh, sports movie and TV show. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it still is. Yeah. It's a great song. Is it? I think so. I haven't. They've never played it at Hinkle. I didn't pay attention to the fact that there was music throughout that Mm -hmm. wasn't the start of the theme song. Yeah, I heard as a musician, my ears. No, it was were... just the se- the theme song throughout. There were okay. a lot of yeah. like eighties synth keyboards mm-hmm. and bass and yes, trumpets was. and drums. Yeah. Trumpets, yeah. trumpets Trump- from a synthesizer. There was a lot of yeah. fanfare. I've been whistling it all week. Gets in your head, really. In you know, keeping with tradition, we are drinking white wine. Because we did get feedback that those were some of our more fun episodes. So, uh, <laughs> boys, cheers. cheers to From American Presidents to American Gladiators. Mm. This is a, uh, what are we sipping on? This is a... Bread and butter Chardonnay. Ah, is it, oh, is this a 2020? Mm. Mm. You can really taste the bread and the butter in there. It's nice. Um, so, let's set the, the premise here. So, okay. 
Butter would have been a good name for an American Gladiator. Mm-hmm. I could see that. <laughs> yep. it would well, have been there, were, yeah. there were a lot of American Gladiators really over the years. Defender. There were like, I think the original series was like eight seasons and like 200 episodes. And then they, they brought it back in 2008 and it didn't last very long. But I think it lasted like two full seasons. <laughs> like people, yeah, it did. I think that there's a real like nostalgia itch mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. people scratch when you talk about american gladiators yeah. i don't think anybody that's our age doesn't remember american gladiators fondly, fondly like if you yeah, bring sure. it up people yeah. are like oh my gosh yeah. i loved that show yeah there's nothing you can really like hate about it i, I don't even remember when i watched it but i absolutely remember what i remember, remember it watching being it. like one of the things like and like i know today is american gladiators day and we will watch it tonight yeah and i'm excited about it like Wait. i remember that being a thing Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought you were saying today no, is no. American Gladiator. December twentieth no. is National American Gladiator <laughs> saying, Day. Like I remember growing up, like whatever day of the week it was, being yeah. like, Oh, this is American Gladiator's Day. Like nice. I'm going to watch this on my box zenith. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, I had at my great grandparents' house. Tonight. It had like three channels on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or did you have the you didn't have cable, right? No. I was gonna say, did you have the little on the top of it clicker? Do you remember that thing? Uh every the first know. TV we had, and this is not a joke, next to our rotary phone, it was a knobber. Yeah. That, okay. Like you, yeah. Yeah. I remember that TV well. Okay. So every season has 10 contestants, 10 men and 10 women. And every episode is one, two men and two women. And they're competing against each other throughout a series of events that we will go through in the order that they happened in season one. These are normal, everyday people that were, quote, found by a nationwide search, mm-hmm. which I heard that phrase like 13 times because <laughs> I kept rewinding it because I did. I was trying to take notes really fast. Yeah. But one thing I will say, this episode moves so fast. It really yeah. does. Like the 45 minutes of TV, it's almost like watching a football game because there's maybe six minutes of action. Yeah. yeah. And there's football <laughs> players. It's. I don't yeah. know about this nationwide search because- Two of the guys both played for the NFL, right? That's correct. No, no, no. Well, one one the, professional one hockey. One. No. no, no. We'll get there. All right. Let's not get yeah. ahead of ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Because the way that the, the hockey guy is described is hilarious. <laughs> it is great. <laughs> it but is. We, we, let's stay on track here. Okay. Okay. So there were 13 episodes in the first season. We might do them all. I don't know. I kind of, I kind of want to. <laughs> what, year, what year was it released? Do we remember? I don't. I think it okay. was 1989. Will you look that, that up? That feels no. about right. I'm pretty sure it was either 88 or 89. Okay. So, <clears throat> so it's bracket style. So you're going head to head. Every competition has a point number associated with it. Yep. And whoever has the most points at the end wins and advances to the next round of the bracket. So we're trying to compete for the quarterfinals at this point. At the end of the, what the first five episodes, whoever, whatever loser had the most points would also move into the quarterfinal okay. round. What year was it? 1989. Yep. Man, okay. that's right on. Yeah. So your it hosts right. for season one <laughs> are wearing track suits. One of, is, one of them is. One of them is. The other one is not. The other one is has well tailored pants. Business, you know business casual. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so the business casual person was Joe Theismann, yeah. yes. who you may remember, he was a legendary quarterback for the football team. 
he was most famous for oh. gruesomely breaking his leg during <sighs> no. a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And if you're too young to remember that, you may know him from Cannonball Run 2 or Easy Medicare commercials. Wow. Okay. I don't so. think anybody is too young <laughs> for, to remember the Joe Theismann injury, and, but old enough yeah. to get Cannonball Run 2. Who did he play for? Was he a Redskin? Yeah, yeah, the football yeah, team. Oh, the football. Oh, that's right, the yeah. football team. Yeah, yeah. The I don't even know what they're called anymore because I'm just as soon as they made the choice to go with football team, that is what <laughs> I call them now. Yeah, football um, team. They're the Commanders now. Yeah. The other the co-host is Mike Adamley. Yeah. Um, who I did a little bit of research on. He played running back in the NFL for the Chiefs, the Jets, and the Bears. Okay. He was also an announcer for the USFL. Uh, okay. Which had a team owned by Donald Trump. The huh. WWE and the Arena Football League. He was the one wearing a tracksuit, and that uh-huh. was because, as we learn about the events throughout the episode, he <laughs> demonstrates them. It's pretty great. <laughs> he sure does. It's really he good. He sure does. Yeah. He has feathered hair. It's uh-huh. nice. Like 80s style. Yeah. Like, oh, not yeah. long, like we'll discuss here pretty quickly. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's done... Don Johnson. It's kind of yes. like, it's kind of Emilio yeah. Estevezzi. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's got yeah. a it's got a flow to it. All right. So the episode opens after they explain what they're what. I mean, I just <laughs> i I want to know what the feeling was like. Mm. The first like somebody that has no idea what they're about to watch. <laughs> It turns this on, and there's Joe Theismann, who at the time would have been still very much in everyone's face pop culture. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like when he says, when he says, I'm Joe Theismann. Yeah. Like there's gravitas. Oh, there is. How did they get Joe Theismann? Uh, I don't know, man. He does easy Medicare commercials now. Like I don't think (laughs) it's that hard to get Joe Theismann. I mean, now he does, but I don't know. It seems like a bare bone budget to pull in. Maybe that's why. Everything seemed fairly bare bones. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was because <laughs> his, hey, Joe, ninety percent of this goes to Heisman. <laughs> um, so there's a single camera shot, like in like a, a tunnel, I guess. Mm. There's a, it's at the top of the stairs, and the gladiators start coming out one by one, um, and they start introducing them one by one. Uh, the first person, and I'm going to introduce the gladiator. Tell you how they're described, mm. and then try to describe what they look like. Okay, okay, thank you. So, Malibu, mm. the cool, laid-back surfer at home on the beach. That's it. <laughs> he looks like '80s Thor. Yeah, he does. I do. You remember um, the TV show Beauty and the Beast, and it had mm. what's her name from yeah. Terminator? Wow. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. him, and that's the first I've okay. never seen. That came that on show. like right after Swamp Thing. Probably. Yeah. Wow. Man, you but, guys are bringing me back. Yeah. He yeah. Like, yeah, that he really like does. It really does. Because that Beauty and the Beast show would have been on right at the same time as this. Yeah. It was a real I was going to say show. he looks kind of like He-Man's cousin or oh, yeah. younger brother. <laughs> He's just kind of in that world. Yeah. Just from Miami. He-Man's yeah. cousin yeah. that like decided to go surf. Yeah. Like yeah. same structure. That's what he does. His hair's a little longer than He-Man's. But it's, yeah. it's feathered like Adam's is. It is very blonde. Yeah. Very blonde. Yeah. And we'll get there. He has a couple little gems in there. And yeah. I actually think that if we get to do more. So like two years ago, I started watching all these with my kids. And I there's a special episode coming up in like episode three or four that he's involved in. That's pretty good. Cool. So Lace, feminine, 
sexy, but always a lady. Mm. She has like frizzy hair, mm-hmm. like cramped, crimped, kind of reddish. Yeah, yeah, uh, and lace leggings. Mm-hmm. All the women wear headbands. I noticed. Yes, that. and the men do well. To all the men, I don't think Malibu was wearing mm. one, but Nitro definitely was. Gemini was. Malibu probably had it in his contract. He's like, I'm not going to wear a headband. He's got that hair. These, This yeah. hair is going to... Yeah. This is my yeah. trademark. Gemini, a split personality. Calm <laughs> one minute, violent the next. Man. He says that about himself. He does. Because like, we'll they definitely introduce get, themselves, Yeah, yeah. Right? We'll, def- <laughs> well, this is when the announcer's announcing them. Man. Oh, okay. He, he when he introduces himself... It's so good. I think it's either Gemini's him or... I think it's Gemini. That, we'll, we'll talk about it in a little bit. <laughs> Uh, this is a mid thirties balding African American man. Yeah, as far as physique goes, probably the least built of the three. Yeah, he's more bulk. Yeah, yeah. like he, I think he also used to play in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He did. He did. Um, and Patriots. so he he's more built, like less steroidy, more yeah. like he used to be big, yeah. and now he just lifts weights, but like doesn't diet as much. But he's still super big. Yes. He's, he's oh, they comparatively made they made sure to multiple yeah. times mention how everyone is over two hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. That's am, brought up at least six or seven times in this episode. I am two degrees away from Gemini. What? What? Lauren used to work with Gemini's sister. <laughs> oh, yes. my wife, Lauren. His name is Terrence Crumpton. Can we get him on? That's what my I'm hoping for. <laughs> okay. I'm hoping he becomes the Benjamin Harrison episode. Oh my god. Don't <laughs> it's like our don't, special don't test. joke about that. I have so many questions at the Gemini home. <laughs> <laughs> but we can't drink in the home, so no, we have no, to no, go no. to Gemini's office That's across. Correct. Yeah. So anyway, uh yeah, Terrence Crumpton is oh, his Gemini's name. Zap. Oh man. Strong. Silent, but terminating. Which, what does that mean? I, I, don't, I don't know. It comes up again later, but yeah. like, I don't understand what it means. It it's had to be writing off. Up again? No, terminating. Terminating. Oh. It, it had to be writing the weight of the Terminator popularity yeah. and yeah. pop culture. She calls like herself ending. the Terminator yeah. later in the episode. Yeah. She, her hair goes to one side. Yeah. Like it's parted. It has a, it has like a width to it. Yeah. It's very... Bleach blonde. Also has a headband. Yeah. Nitro. Cocky. Explosive. Always aggressive. He looks like a 90s frat bro. I could see that. Except. Is he Native American? I don't know. But he had a headband too. And all I can think of was that scene from Boogie Nights where Mark Wahlberg was wearing that exact same headband. Okay. That's all I could think of. All right. It's just like a. It just looks like a, a leather rope just wrapped around yes, his head. Yes. Yes. Like we thin... do not have the same payoff uh, <laughs> as Mark Wahlberg and Boogie Nights. That's true. No. No. We <laughs> don't. At least not in the first episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> might be in the season finale. Nitro is pretty quiet in this episode. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he speaks. Does he? Well, there may be a reason for that. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Because okay. Let's uh, let's just leave that there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, frat bro, I can see that. Yeah. And yeah. then, this is my favorite introduction. Sonny, the all-American woman. That was it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's got a ponytail. Like, I think that was supposed mm-hmm. to be She's also that. blonde. These also are all blonde. And she's very happy. I think she's the only one smiling. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
So then we go into like a montage of events and it's just like clearly not B footage, but footage through what you're going to see throughout the season. Yeah. And in the style of, uh, an out loud sixth grade essay, uh, <laughs> Joe Theismann starts slowly saying, uh, these events are confrontational, exciting, and fast-paced, action-oriented, visually interesting, and capable of producing the emotional moments. And it said just like that. Yeah. And you could tell he's pausing because... The clip has to finish before he can say the <laughs> sure next one. Absolutely. Yeah. But it definitely sounds like a kid who's been practicing his speech yeah. that's yeah. been due for three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so the contenders. We should say, too, there's a lot of spandex. It's oh, all spandex. boy. On it's all, yeah. It it's is, all spandex. It's, it is, it's all spandex. It's very form-fitting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this is how the contenders are announced. Same situation, except for they come out. Do they come out solo or do they come out side by side? Uh, no, they come out one by one and then they kind of form a line of four. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Okay. Also in spandex. Correct. Oh, yes, but theirs is not as... It's a um, little looser. Yeah. Right. And it's not like as American. Because yeah. all the gladiators, it's like red, white, and blue. Yeah, like yeah it's like blues and grays, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Like yes. Theirs is... Somewhat like muted. The one guy... No, the one guy has like a teal tank top on. And the other dude had like a gray tank. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that's blues and grays. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. And then one of the girls was in pink. And I don't remember what the other one was. They didn't pick these people out for the personality. That was very clear. <laughs> 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 so Frankie Perry from uh, Conga Park, California, mm -hmm. uh -huh. experienced in skydiving. I wrote that down too. <laughs> experienced in skydiving. She grew up in a little town in British Columbia, though. That right. She's yeah. Canadian yeah. and moved to California. Yep. She, to had, skydive. she had brothers. Do you remember that? I oh, that's. <laughs> uh, I have a note about that. Is she, I did uh, too. is she a fitness model by profession? I, no, but, didn't say, or, or just no, a knows model? Karate. Nope. That's no, the other that's, one. Uh, that's Brenda. Oh. Yeah. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. So, Brenda Hand. Oh, that's right. Uh, I think it's Hunt. 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 Brenda Hunt. Hunt. From Roswell, Georgia. First degree black belt in karate. That's how he says it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like the instructor in Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> so Brenda, I think, is 110 pounds. I she think is. they bring that up at one point. They yeah. say it a couple times. They're not. Yeah. These are not. They do not look like the gladiators. No. It does She's not look like as fair of a fight on the women's side as mm -mm. it does on the men's side. It like the not. two men look like they could hold their own. These two women... That I mean, they look like they were picked up off the street, and they were like, "Good luck." Yeah, yeah, yeah. from a bar. Yeah. Um, although her karate will come in handy. Um, <laughs> Craig Williams from Lynn, Massachusetts. Mm. He's a credit analyst for a bank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> formerly, formerly a fullback in the NFL. Yeah, <laughs> like, started three years in college at so, Lafayette College. So if you yeah. don't know, which is now has dad issues, I he think that does. was clear. Yeah. Yeah. All um, he wants to do is make dad proud. Yeah. They both said that. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> the uh the fullback part will come in in one of the events. Yeah. Like very very clearly. Yes, two of the events. Yes. Two of the events. The other piece about him is like he's very unassuming. If you don't know what a fullback is, because they're not used very often mm -hmm. in football anymore, 
in I formation, which is like quarterback with two running backs behind them. The fullback is the blocker. So fullbacks, like if you've ever met a fullback in person, like they're the people that when you say, why do you play football? They're like, I just like hitting people. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I had a friend like that in the army and he was just like, yeah, I was just, I just hit people. Yeah. It's fun. I like to do it. They typically are very good at leverage and aren't afraid of being a battering ram. Yeah. And then Jeremy Shumsky mm. from Medford, Massachusetts. Hockey enthusiast. That's how he... Enthusiast. Not, not professional hockey player. Nope, nope. Hockey enthusiast. We don't know anything about what this man does for a living. No. We just know that he likes hockey. I thought he played <laughs> professional hockey. Is no. that not the case? I thought he no. grew up. I mean, he, he grew up playing hockey. so disappointed his, yeah, yeah, his dad. Yeah. We talk, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. So, like I said, so you get <laughs> hockey enthusiast. That's, mm. And they put that last. Like, yeah. skydiving expert, first degree black belt and karate Credit analyst for a bank, hockey enthusiast. Yeah, likes hockey. <laughs> like, he was, looks like he likes hockey too. He well, does, he talks yeah. like he likes hockey. He has yeah. a very thick Boston. I can't do it. Yeah. A yeah. very thick Boston accent. Yeah. How do you do a Boston accent? Uh, you don't Park really, the car in Harvard. Yeah, yeah, you don't pronounce the R's. Uh, it's just kind of a wider hockey. Yeah, he likes hockey. Hockey, and he has one of my favorite. So in, before every event. They do like real world style interviews yes. where it's like the single camera and just a guy stand, sitting or a woman yeah. sitting there. And I did jot down some notes. So we'll talk about them because there's one that he has that is just, there's so much, it's dripping in irony. Um, <laughs> so, I know the one you're talking about too. So you get points for every round. They're distributed in like different ways i'll describe them as we talk about the events and then the season winner gets ten thousand dollars which doesn't seem like a lot for everything that's happening correct although ten thousand dollars in 1989 that's like i don't know two million bucks now or something i don't yeah inflation <laughs> it's taxes are gonna be 70 percent taken out yeah i mean you're you get yeah. thirty five hundred dollars <laughs> and you have to pay for your own flight <laughs> the first event is the joust oh yeah so there is a uh, balance beam mm-hmm. and the one gladiator and one competitor uh, have pugil sticks. Yeah, that was an interesting term. I had never heard pugil. <clears throat> oh, I've I've used pugil sticks. Yeah, yeah it's they one even the, said they use them in the military. No, I yeah. knew what a pugilist was. So they, I, I it's one of the weird things that they still do in basic training just because they've always done it. Okay. So there's like one day in basic training where everybody puts a, well, there's like two football helmets you all share. Yeah. And and you, they, it's. I mean, it's a big, giant Q-tip looking thing, and then yeah. you just hit each other. So why? It's, I mean, what? That's what, what the enemy is going to. Tr- is that? I don't know, man. That was one of the more balance? fun days. That's that was one of the more fun days. It's like what the enemy's going to do. Yeah, yeah you, sp- come at you, you spend a lot of time like getting yelled at and doing real dumb shit, and then like they're like, "Here, go, go hit each other with this stuff." I'm like, yeah. all right, that sounds fun. <laughs> um, what was it even invented for? Like pugiling. Pugling, but a pugilist is a boxer, right? Yeah. So, all right. So the beam. I don't overthink it. Video don't, game don't, don't people ride turkeys and joust. Remember that? Another? I was <laughs> ride turkeys. The, the yeah, perfect example turkeys? though is Ostriches. like it's a Q-tip for a giant. Is yeah, essentially it's what it a, is. I mean, it's a big like pole, yeah. and on either side are like um, I don't know medium-sized punching bags, mm-hmm. and they're standing. I don't know. Say, 10 feet off the ground. Yeah. There's mats on the ground and you're trying to knock your opponent off of this balance beam, which is about the size of the gymnastics beam. 
Yeah. Like that. They, I think they said two and a half feet wide. And there's there's like a trap door oh, at the end. So it's wider than I thought. Yeah, I think okay. it's two and a half feet. You're either wide. trying yeah, to and knock then them behind, off behind them. Once they cross a certain thing, they can't go back because if there's it'll trap door them. Yeah. And so the goal is to either knock them off of the beam or knock them backwards. Yeah. So balance is important as well as obviously strength, speed, stamina, and, and innovation. Mm. Stamina endurance. doesn't really come into it. None endurance. of these lasted more than <laughs> that's true. Five seconds. Well, <laughs> I mean, it came into one event. Maybe. Well, oh, yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, this yeah. specific yeah. event. Mm-hmm. I Did don't know if Luke Skywalker was... and Darth Vader fight on some sort of platform like it's that. It's similar to that. It was yeah, uh, but that, that inspired American Gladiator Joust. Actually, oh, yeah, definitely. Well, did it really? No, <laughs> but it did. <laughs> absolutely, so, absolutely. So he's competing against Gemini. Mm-hmm. Gemini says, but which Gemini? And I quote, people say I have a lot of moods. Well, there's only one mood that I care about, competitive mood. And if you people out there think you can compete, you have to compete against me, Gemini, an American gladiator. I don't think competitive is a mood. (laughs) (laughs) He was riffing there at one point. It starts on him and he's kind of like got his hand against his cheek. Like he gets real mad. He's musing about something. And uh, the nature of competitiveness. Then he just kind of fills dead air for about 10 seconds. If you you people out there think you could compete, you'll have to compete against me, Gemini, (laughs) an American gladiator. Like, all right, bro. They lean so heavy on the multiple personalities thing. They they really do. I'm really interested to know if if we continue to watch these, if that sticks or if it's just like a first episode thing. You can tell they're working very hard to establish the characters. Oh, yeah. Like... Here's their personality. My favorite character comes up here pretty quickly. Okay, let's hear it. It's not one of the gladiators, and it's not one of the competitors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's, it's clear it's he's wearing that... a tracksuit. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Oh, that was uh, my favorite one. Okay, so... Oh, I know exactly who you're <laughs> joust, talking about. <laughs> the joust starts. The Oh, of course. <laughs> I know exactly course. who you're talking yeah. It's amazing. Yes. So you earn points for how many seconds you're on the beam, yes. and then there's a spe- specific amount of points... For knocking the gladiator off. Correct. The joust starts. It ends in like three seconds because Gemini takes his hand off the bugle stick, <laughs> grabs right. Craig by the arm, and just throws him off. Yep, yep. Which leads us to my favorite part of this entire episode <laughs> because the announcers are like, oh, I think that was against the rules. We're going to have to check on that. And you think they're just going to like show a video and be like, yep, yeah, yeah. that's illegal. But no, Jim and I <laughs> comes to front of camera standing next to a man uh, that's, I'm guessing, six foot eight, <laughs> dressed completely in like middle-aged yeah. executioner yeah, garb. Yes, that's 100% what it was. With the mask on. Yeah, he's like the guy in Braveheart who like holding, kills William Wallace. He's yeah. holding his fist over Gemini's head, and then he just gives a thumbs down. <laughs> it is crazy. Which I think I took it as an homage to the Coliseum days. Yes, oh, yeah. but you know were, that some God. coked out writer was like, we need an executioner. <laughs> yeah, 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 and yeah, never yeah. thought. Yeah. You would ever see him on, and it's immediate. I mean, it is five minutes into the episode, and you're like, "What am I looking at? Why is this man on my screen?" That's absolutely. 
It's crazy. Oh man. I mean, it happens so early. And then and then they ask Gemini how he feels about the oh, judges ruling. I have there will be no more disqualifications. There will be eliminations. Yeah, and he's like, well, you know, we have judges for a reason, and if that's what he decided, then I'll stick to that ruling. Yeah. Man. That was it was it was that a was great a cameo. Gemini. Thank yeah. you. I just he looks like the gimp. Yeah. From Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah. Gimp's no, he looked like up. the uh, executioner from Blazing Saddles. Yes. Yeah. But yes. taller. Taller. I mean, he was very tall. I'm, I'm going to assume Gemini's not short. No. I I just couldn't believe what I was looking it at. It was excellent. Yeah. And like, I think you see him in one other scene. <sighs> nice. Because I think he's in the background of Breakthrough and Conquer, which we'll talk about soon. Oh, that's okay. But... Yeah, like I really hope we get to see a lot more executioner. I'm excited the about that yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The executioner. I mean, it was one of those things that I definitely forgot existed. Like mm-hmm. I definitely remembered most things about American Gladiator, not the executioner. Yeah, that'd be fun if he like uh, Steve Wilco and got his own show. Oh yeah, after Jerry. Yeah, you know <laughs> the, the 2008 version yeah. of yeah. American Gladiators. Yeah. Yeah. The executioner is the host. Is Joe Theismann. I love that. Yeah, I do too. You know he's out there somewhere. Maybe. We're dead. Craig We're dead. gets interviewed by uh, Adam Lee afterwards, and he says, uh, just had to take Jim and I out of the stars and bring him back down to Earth. Yeah, Craig had some good quips. Uh-huh. He really did. Well, he was in the NFL. Like, yeah. you know, he's around cool people. Yeah. And he's a credit analyst for a bank, so, he you know, he's that. hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, John. So we go to one of these real-world interviews, and John starts talking about how his dad is his hero, uh, because when he was a child, he made him uh, skate laps around a pond while all the other kids went home and were watching TV. Every yeah. night. Every night. Every night. Yeah. Every night. That yeah. was a southern accent, not a Boston one, but... It was southern Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah, he's from Bedford. Mead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bedford? Yeah, his dad, like, right when he got home from school, Medford. was like, put on your skates. Yeah, well, go into the park. Go into the, go into the park. Go yeah. into the park. Go skating. I can't, I just don't have a Boston accent okay. in me. I'm just, stop. It's not one of my strengths. I can hear my kids getting yelled at. Your accent, the father. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. That's what I thought too. He was like, "My dad's my hero." From when you know he mentally and physically abused me Mm -hmm. growing up, my entire life, my (laughs) entire entire childhood. That's all I remember. Yeah. Yeah. It was real. uh, What was that quarterback for the Raiders uh, that didn't pan out? Uh, That whose dad like put a football in his crib when he was young. Of course. Um, Uh, I can picture him. John Madden. No, he was Redman. No, he was redheaded, and he was like the next big thing, and he just never amounted to anything. There was a 30 for 30 about him. Mm. Does not matter. It's okay. Danny right. Bonaduce. So <laughs> He was redhead, right? So the joust starts, and Jim Danny, and I like, Danny pretty Danny much immediately knocks him off. Like, it's not even, it's, it's just, we're done. Yep. And then it just immediately moves up. Well, <laughs> It, this this takes us to my favorite. What do you call like a lead into a commercial? A uh, bump, bump, like a bump out to commercial. Like, like when you're like saying like after commercial. Oh, like a tease. Saying. Okay, yeah. My favorite tease of the entire episode is the announcer. Go- <laughs> so '80s graphic comes on the screen, and now, and it says the uh, the next event, and the announcer says coming up next women's assault. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice that. I, I didn't either. And I was like, well, I hope this isn't what I think it is. <laughs> I Look, remember oh, as a kid, geez. 
that assault was like oh yeah that was that, the that's, event it's everybody's favorite it, that, yeah that was Assaults, like yeah tennis balls tennis balls guns yeah, yeah. For, and for a while in the united states women's assault was a lot of people's favorite mad men era um <laughs> just rocking cocktails all day at lunch and going home and being like, dinner better be ready. Uh, Give me the tennis ball gun. <laughs> yeah. So assault is the one that everybody remembers. So yeah. if you remember anything about American gladiators, you probably remember assault. Uh, so there's an American gladiator standing behind a giant tennis ball gun mm-hmm. that shoots tennis balls over a hundred miles an hour. Correct. Yeah. Let's call they, her zap. Yeah. Uh, I think it was zap. Yeah, it was. Zap it was does, zap. Yeah, yeah. And they were wearing sunglasses. Um, I'm assuming for safety. Nitro was. I didn't. No, she was too. She I wrote was, it down. Yeah. Zap oh, is for wearing sure sunglasses. I wrote Nitro was wearing. Okay. Yeah. I'm assuming it was safety nice. because yeah. there is a target above their left shoulder mm-hmm. that the the contestant goes to four different stations and attempts to shoot the target. Mm-hmm. The first station is like a rocket launcher it's like a pillbox right you're you're behind a pillbox i remember him yeah. saying that. so the yeah. first i'm pretty one, sure adam explained all this to us he did uh-huh. yeah <laughs> in his as, suit. as he's in his track suit oh, going from that, station to station which was really well followed by a spotlight if it i was. recall correctly and i like how he got winded and he had trouble talking at the end i too appreciated that <laughs> yeah. aspect of so, his role on the show <laughs> so there's a rocket launcher and then you run to a cannon yeah and then you run behind a pile of sticks that has <laughs> it's a got like gun, barbed wire like a or something. rifle yeah yeah, yeah. and Which then, they can shoot through correct yeah and they do yeah and then yeah. the last station is what they call grenades and if you <laughs> yeah. if you hit the target you get a hundred points if you make it all the way through without being hit by a tennis ball you get i think 30 points yeah I think you get 10 points for every station you make it to. And then if you do hit the target, there's an explosion yes. of like smoke and yeah. debris yeah. in front uh, right, of the right gladiator. Right in front of the gladiator. Yeah. This is yes. where we see the executioner because he stands behind the gladiator doing the tennis ball Oh, thing. I didn't realize yeah. that. Okay. Can, can we pause and go back to Adam's demonstration of this? Yeah, yeah. sure. Because he was rolling. Yeah. Do you remember? I mean... He, and, he and did. I, he I did believe, a barrel roll. Yeah, he I did a barrel roll. It was either sure. Joe Theismann who said, Rambo, eat your heart out. I don't know if Adam said it or if Joe said it. <laughs> I think that sounds like a Joe thing of, about Adam. <laughs> but he was just like, he was running. He was doing somersaults. Yeah. Like, it, it's a great tracksuit that he's in as it well. It really is. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. And his hair, perfect. Billowed. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. So Frankie's first. Mm. Mm-hmm. And... Frankie says, relax. Uh, I love that he's like, well, she's not going to have a lot of uh, help from skydiving on this event. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they had the ability on the first station to just kind of like stick their hand. Out. No, that's the one that's a rocket launcher. So yeah. they, But they have quite a bit of cover uh-huh. and concealment on that one. And so she shoots, she misses. And then there's this dance game that yep. they play. Mm-hmm. I feel like that to- rocket launcher wasn't very accurate either. Like, it was just kind of like, bloop. Yeah. So, well, it's, yeah, it's like a Nerf gun. Like, Nerf yeah. guns. Are, so so then they play this dance game where they mm-hmm. stand there and mm-hmm. they, like... Try to mm-hmm. fake them out. They yep. try to fake them out. Yeah, when are they reloading? Just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's Ooh. the sound the tennis ball That's makes. That is the sound That's really the nice. Just, I got a little scared there. <laughs> Do it again. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so... 
So, and I would imagine getting hit by a tennis ball at 100 mile an hour would not be. Uh, and they definitely great. said 100 mile hours. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they yeah. did. Yeah. yeah. They're like, yeah. remember, these are going 100 miles an hour. And so there's she, no like reloading time. They could just go. No, blam, it's in blam, a blam, giant, blam, blam. Yeah, like it's Tommy like a, gun looking thing yeah. Yeah. where the tennis balls are all in a circle yep. above the gun. Yeah. Right? And it's, it's just being clear, fed. I don't think yeah. there's like a reload. Yeah. No, it's just like. It's fully automatic, is what you would call that. Yeah. So she gets to the cannon station and gets popped. So she's out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Yes. Well, but it's like a, the cannon station, it's like a blind, nobody is aiming it's that. It's pretty they much just, a blind shot because you correct. only can kind of like put your hand over and shoot because otherwise yep. you're fully exposed. Yep. Yeah. And that's basically everybody's like, she gets shot because she doesn't do that. Everyone else and I think you have to shoot with the left hand as well. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the dudes kept his back to it and oh. put his, and just, because okay. I think, and I'll look at my notes here in a second. I think one of the guys, his strategy was just try to make it to the end. Don't okay. try to hit the target. Yeah. Okay. I think that's the smart strategy. I think so too. Yeah. Cause I don't think, I think your chances of actually hitting the target are relatively low. Although some people do it. Yeah. Okay. So Brenda, who, I don't know the best way to describe what Brenda looks like normal. She, yeah, yeah, she looks pretty average. She's blonde. She's blonde. She's very like quiet. Like she, and she looks terrified yeah. at the beginning of this yeah. specific. She event. does like, yeah, she, it kind of, she's just like, I, I don't want to, <laughs> I mean, she looks absolutely terrified. She does. Yeah. She looks, she knows. Which exactly is surprising with the amount of karate she does. <laughs> right. Absolutely. I think she was one of the ones who just took the approach of like, just make it to the end mm-hmm. because she doesn't really aim anything and just like flies through. Yeah. She makes it all the way to the end. But she's tiny hit. too. So also, she's the only one that makes the grenades and throws it, and the first one goes a foot, and maybe. It, and it bl- when it blows up, it's just glitter. Yeah, <laughs> it was just like a glitter grenade. Correct. Like Joe Theismann was even like, if "That was a real grenade." Brenda'd be dead right now. <laughs> like I don't know if it slipped out of her hand, but it just goes straight in the air and yeah. right in front of her and just blows up. <laughs> glitter. <laughs> it's glitter. And that, just like and in the real world. Wouldn't through. that be something? Yeah. All right. So that was assault. Any other assault charges you'd like to make? No, I think we covered it. It's nice. It's yeah. it's. I mean, I think it's by far everybody's favorite event 100%. outside of maybe the eliminator. It's but. really hard to see when somebody gets hit. I, like you really have to go on the judges. Yeah. I think that's the event though that everybody likes so much because most people could sit at home and be like, "I could do that." Yeah. yeah. Whereas, like you know. You're not going to be able to get on the joust with Jim and I and hold your own. Sure. But like you could look at the assault and be like, I could run through that. How hard could it be? Could you do the tennis ball noise again? (laughs) They're coming at you fast too. Yeah. Nailed it. The next event. This is really good. Is called Powerball. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It is not the lottery. No. So essentially there is a half circle not the middle, but like the the baseline of the hat, those the flat part of the yeah. half circle, is a tub of uh, dodgeballs. Yeah, uh, red and blue. What's that called? It's double the radius. A diameter. Diameter. Yeah. What? Yeah, <laughs> you got it. Yeah. D what are you talking about? You're D talking equals about two if R. it's a half circle, the diameter is oh the yeah. yeah straight line. D yeah. equals so two R. The diameter it does yeah. 
the baseline mm-hmm. is what I'm going to call it. Yes. At the midpoint of the and diameter. Then around the semicircle are five, uh, we'll call them laundry baskets. Sure. That you, so that the two competitors are both there at the same time. They're all three gladiators trying to protect these bins. And you get a point for every ball you get into a bin. If you drop the ball, you have to go get a new one. You can't reuse that ball. Or if you get tackled. If you get tackled, you have to start over. So (laughs) this event is one of the more chaotic events Mm. because it's really hard to follow because they don't just keep a camera overhead. They want the close-ups. So like half the time you have no idea what's going on with the other person. Because both competitors are doing it at the same time. Yeah, correct. And so, and there's, there's, when we get to the women's event, one of the women takes a really good approach to this that I think is the best strategy. It was really smart. Yeah. yeah Brenda took um, But in this it, particular event. This one, not so much. So they start and it's essentially, like we said, it's three against two and they just go, you know, try to tackle you. It's well, like backyard football, essentially. Yeah. Craig... Yeah starts heading towards one of the baskets, lowers his shoulder, and puts it straight into Nitro's face. And Nitro doesn't quite get knocked out, but he is 1,000% concussed. concussion protocol. So much so that... What was the other? Gemini? Not Gemini. No, the other uh, competitor. Malibu is like tending to him (laughs) (laughs) while Gemini is solo trying to stop these guys. So Gemini gets mad. So he's just focused on Craig. John's running scot-free just back and forth because he sees chaos and he's like, that basket's open. So he's just grabbing a ball, putting in that yeah. basket, grabbing a ball, putting in that basket. That would be so proud of me. And then like <laughs> you can see Nitro stand up and kind of like shake cobwebs off. <laughs> like he's like Wiley Coyote. Definitely yeah. concussed. Definitely. He goes down so hard. That's why he's silent. <laughs> I mean, he gets rocked. And they that's put what I'm saying. Like, I think that's why you don't hear much from him because he doesn't know where he's at. <laughs> no. No helmets, maybe a mouth guard. What's yeah. wild yeah. is they put it back in a different event later that involves wow. contact. Wow. Yeah. That's 1989 for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. and That's Joe Thyssen makes a job. concussion joke about him yeah. later on, on in the event, which is hilarious. It's like the way how far things have come. The other thing about this that I always think is funny is like 20, 25 seconds in, everybody's completely gassed. Just winded. They're like, oh, no yeah. one's running anymore. Yeah. The people are just like, is it over? <laughs> well, and and, uh, and Adam Lee says uh, 45 seconds of anaerobic exercise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like you can tell their legs are destroyed. Yeah. Like nobody has any effort left. At some point, like they just grab a ball and they look to try to juke somebody and then they'll just drop it. Like, yeah, it's not <laughs> worth it. It does seem like a poorly planned out event. Yeah. Yeah. At least the time. As opposed to which one which was like properly planned. <laughs> Human cannonball. The eliminator. It's next. <laughs> okay. Yeah. human cannonball it's definitely so this is the next event and it's this is the women's human cannonball it's an event that is much less entertaining for these specific women because of their size yeah than the men because so the human cannonball there's a gladiator standing on we'll call it 15 foot podium yeah holding a tackling pad and the contender is on a different platform that's a little bit higher yeah. probably 10 feet away yeah yeah has a rope and their goal is to swing on the rope 
to knock the gladiator off the podium. Yeah. That is all true. So it looks like a tree swing that they're kind of yeah, like it has a round thing they sit on. It's an event that is set up. I mean, this is designed for the gladiator to fail. Correct. <laughs> it would be yeah. so hard to stay on that thing. <laughs> However, and they mentioned this, Brenda's only 110 pounds. Yeah. So did. there's not much force coming no. with that that uh, swing. Who's but, on? Is it who's lace? On? Was it, it was Lace. Yeah. Lace. So Frankie is first. And yeah, this is. is where we get Frankie's real world interview where we found out she grew up with three brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in British Columbia. In British Columbia. And apparently they would routinely chase her around the house with knives. <laughs> Hold on. No, 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 no. <laughs> running, she, they would chase her running around the living room with daggers or yes, knives. Yes, daggers or knives. Yes. I don't know what's happening in Brenda's Gosh. house. Daggers. <laughs> Canadians, man. She's yeah. like, yeah, so just, yeah. I boys, started Boys will be boys. Gosh. Yeah. She was the only girl in a house of boys. She, her, her real world interview felt like Miss South Carolina in that famous viral clip where Mario Lopez is yeah. the beauty contestant host. <laughs> and she just keeps talking. And she's just like, people many not people the States. In, the, in the Iraq and they don't have access and, to the education. But the question is about American students. Yeah. yeah. 100%. That's, it was very reminiscent of that to me. So, yes, Frankie is clearly uh, uh, tough. Yeah, and traumatized, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Daggers. Yeah. I don't know if getting chased daggers. around by your brothers with daggers is better or worse than being forced to skate on a pond nightly. What's um, the difference between a dagger and a regular knife? Rust. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and I would say... It, it seems like it's more to a point. It seems like, like a, a cruder blade to yeah. me. It's but in shorter, a cartoon, maybe. a dagger is, is uh, crooked. It's... Uh, and I think you know, it also has it? like a uh, yeah you know I feel like, like a lightning a, bolt. I feel like a yeah. dagger also has like a hilt. On yeah, it. it's kind of like a tiny sword. That's I feel like it's crude. like a little what's a hilt? A hilt is the little thing that like on a sword it's like the cross piece. Oh, it's, it's the hand protector. The yeah, 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 yeah. But you're right. She she's the been escaping daggers her whole life. Pummel? But she did she Pummel. did go on to say that now they're very close. She and her brothers, the ones that are still alive. Yeah. Luckily, they weren't close before. Yeah. So Frankie knocks Lace off two out of three times. <clears throat> Brenda, once again, only 110 pounds. Yeah. Zero out of three times. I think it's time for a score update. On the men's side, Craig has 145. John has 120. Okay. So relatively close. On the women's side, Frankie has 150. Brenda has 115. Russ. How do the points work? Because I I couldn't wrap my head around. So it. they yeah some briefly explained it at the beginning of each like when they would explain the thing. So like some of them it's either like pass fail. So if you do this, you get thirty points. If you don't, you get zero. Some like joust, you get like ten points for every second you're on the beam. Yeah, and then another like thirty if you knock them off. And then the Powerball had a point for every ball that you got in the laundry basket assault has a like 10 points per station yeah and then an additional 30 if you make it all the way through and i think it's like 50 if you hit the target so they all have specific points for specific things in each event i think this was you got 30 points for every time you knocked someone off the the dark age executioner though is keeping track he's yeah don't worry let me look at yeah so let's see 150 
We didn't she, see him again after. No. That's so unfortunate. I know. You must have got 75 points per knocking someone off because Frankie previously had zero points. I kept running tally. Frankie had zero points after assault, but she had 150 after uh, the human cannonball, and she had two out of three knockdowns. Hmm. So Okay. That makes sense. Do you want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. All yeah. right. Hey, you're listening to from... American presidents to American gladiators. <laughs> we'll be right back. Welcome back to Red, White, and Brew, an American Gladiators podcast. That one's right, that's good. yeah. That's, we'll find something. I'm not mad at it. I yeah. just yeah. Red, White, and Brew, where like one of us drinks a red wine, one of us drinks a white wine, and one of us drinks a beer for every oh, episode. We're almost there. That's we got nice. two white wines and a beer. Yeah. Yeah. I like white wine. I didn't like this white wine. So I don't care for this. Uh, so the 2020 just wasn't a good. It's not aged enough. No, it's really not. Um, it's buttery. Mm, and ready. I, I don't know what it is. So up to this point, let's real quick score recap yep. on the men's side. Okay. Close game. Craig has 145. John mm-hmm. has 120 through three events. There has been <laughs> the joust mm-hmm. and the Powerball. And then two events on the women's side, the women's assault mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and the, uh, what was that last Human one cannibal. Human, Human cannibal. cannibal. So men, Craig, one, the former fullback, 145. John, the hockey enthusiast, 120. <laughs> From Boston. Uh, and on the women's side, after two events, we are Frankie, the skydiving expert, <laughs> has 150. And Brenda, the first degree black belt in karate, karate. has 115. Our next event is called Breakthrough and Conquer. Yeah. It is my favorite event because it is, sounds like somebody, something that my two children, two of my three children, would have made up in the front yard. <laughs> like, So there is about 25 yards mm-hmm. of football field mm-hmm. with an end zone. The final 10... I believe, are blacked out, and that is where the gladiator stands. Mm -hmm. The competitor has 15 yards to build up a head of steam and try to get around the gladiator for a touchdown. It's next to impossible to stop someone in that amount of space, especially if you're standing still and they're running fast, because like one of two things could happen relatively easily with someone that's agile at all. One, you could juke them. Two, you could run through them. Mm-hmm. You can probably guess what is going to happen with Craig. <laughs> Immediately after attempting to score a touchdown, you get into a wrestling circle. Yeah. Like a high school wrestling circle with a different gladiator, <laughs> and you start wrestling them, and the goal is to sumo push them out of the wrestling ring yes. while they're simultaneously. And you have like to ten seconds, out. right? Yeah. Yeah. John our hockey enthusiast is up first. This is an absolutely unhinged event. Like this is, that's our new dog, Margot, that you can hear in the background yeah. barking. Sweet girl. I was reading a little background on the American Gladiators. Mm. And they said in developing the show, after they brought Joe Theismann on, he would come up for ideas for possible games. Look at the legs. That's beautiful. Oh, that is nice. That really <laughs> stays on the glass, doesn't it? It's buttery. Sorry, we're talking about our wine. He would come up for ideas for games, and I feel like this one was definitely a Joe Theismann event. Yeah. yeah. So Jim and I, because <clears throat> it's football, is yeah. the the defender in the football arena, and John gets up ahead of steam, 
makes a juke move and then heads towards the pylon, scoring relatively easily. He then has to wrestle Malibu, which is really the first time we see Malibu in a one-on-one situation. (laughs) Yeah. Besides the one-on-one taking care of Nitro. Yeah. Yeah. Tending to him. Yeah. His fallen comrade. uh, Malibu throws up the surfer hang loose sign. Yeah. And then like whips his hair back. So John gets in the ring with Malibu, like pretty much just like knocks him straight back. And uh, that's the end of the event. Like it happens very quickly. Very quickly. Yeah. So then Craig comes up. You know what Craig's about to do. Gemini has to know what Craig is about to do. He Pull saw back. what Craig did to Nitro. Yep. And he does I think does they it. even talk about it. Yeah, I yeah. think they're like, like Adam and Joe. Yeah, even and they're say, like, yeah. this old fullback, he's going to love this stuff. Yep. And he, well, first they interview John after, and he's like, what? Low man wins. That's all he says about the wrestling. So <laughs> he was like, I just wanted to push his hands. Go for the hands. Yeah. He's like, I want to push those out of the way. Go right for the body. Low man. Yeah. Yeah. Go for the body. I did write that down. Go for the body. Go for the the body. body. Yeah. Go for the body. So Craig just runs full steam straight through Gemini. Yeah. Knocks him (laughs) right right on his ass. Yeah. (laughs) Runs him straight over right into the end zone. Yeah. And then, like, you can just see on Malibu's face, he's like, I don't want any part of this. No. And he just walks into the wrestling ring and just steamrolls Malibu straight out the back. Yeah. I don't think Malibu put a whole lot of effort in. No, he was like, I'm not. He, like, olayed him. Yeah. Well, he just saw, he just knocked out the other two. Yeah. He's like, we need somebody to be available for the rest of the show. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Joe Theismann makes a concussion joke, and he's like, calling Dr. Gemini, yeah. no one's home. <laughs> Joe. That's 80s, a great 90s. late 80s sportscaster line. Our score yeah. through three events. Hmm. Craig, yeah, concussions used to be fun, right? <laughs> of course, yeah. yeah. You know, all the way up through, uh, uh, what was it? Fred, not Friday Night Lights. That Varsity Smith Blues. Movie. Varsity oh. Blues. Varsity Blues, yeah. Yeah, because uh, the big guy gets concussed like throughout the entire movie. Because mm-hmm. so, he was laying on the highway. Isn't that Varsity Blues? No. Which is the one where they lay in the middle of the road? Uh, it's another high school football. In the and they have to the get road. up at the last second as the car I is coming? I think so. Is that born on the 4th of July? Is that Remember no. the Titans? No. 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 Somebody will know it. Okay. What's what's the one Tweet where he us. brings a gun out onto the field and shoots two people? Because he's like on acid. I don't remember I that. I have no idea. Yeah. Remember a, the Titans. No, it's an right. 80s movie and there's like, I believe there's like a gambling debt involved and I think Tom Cruise, it's not born on the 4th of July. It might oh, be born on the 4th of July. Oh, is it What Women Want? No. No, no, no. You know what I'm talking about now. Yeah. Someone yeah, is like, screaming in there. It's he, a Tom Cruise movie. Well, Tom Cruise isn't born on the 4th of July. Because that was is Born on the Fourth of July was the movie that it, what no, Born on the Fourth of July was the movie that whenever they couldn't do all the, the right clothes, moves, all the right moves, yeah, there it is, Russ. Born on the Fourth of July well was the one that I've seen a lot growing up because whenever there was a Colts game on and they weren't showing the Bears game, they would just show a rerun of Born on the Fourth huh, of July. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Craig has two hundred forty-five points. John has two hundred twenty, hmm. uh, and now we're on to the women's joust. Okay. Zap. Do you think they recorded? multiple episodes in one day like yeah. the new price is right well maybe i guess let's pay do. attention mm. to the crowd in the next one and see if you see the same yeah. i was really paying attention to the crowd i was, was too because yeah. like a there lot was of, a 
the real mix of like excited and uh, very agnostic. I got a lot of hyper color and a lot of Asian people. Yeah, were. yeah. I noticed that too. There it's were Universal quite a Studios, few Asian We should people. say too. This is, I mean, this is in Orlando. It must have been on the tour, yeah. right? Yeah. So, but I would, I would imagine that would be tough on the gladiators and an advantage for the people that recorded early. Well, that's was, what I was thinking. Is like if they're concussed, if two of the three <laughs> are concussed, <laughs> how is it going to go on episode two? Yeah, there was one point where Adam Lee was running through. What's the final event where they have the, to eliminator. Through, the eliminator? The, it, he's running through the the like wall and he breaks through it. Yeah, and I'm like. How, that had to be a separate filming because they would have to reset that wall. Or the they probably paper. just had multiple walls. Just put a new one in. Yeah, it's just maybe. two by fours. Yeah, okay. I really enjoyed how much he got into the demo of he, each one. He really, I yeah. mean, yeah. He like somersaulted. Absolutely. <laughs> and rolled. And he's winded. He's yeah. glistening. Yeah. All right. So the women's joust. Yeah. Zap <laughs> is the jouster. Uh-huh. She says, I'm tough. I'm bad. They call me the Terminator. If you remember, the joust is the one with the pugil sticks. Yeah. Frankie immediately gets knocked down. Hold on. Hold on. Joe Theismann, at the beginning of the joust, said, <laughs> No female has had has experience with pugil sticks in their hand and not sure they know what to do with it. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, he did say that. Yeah. I also feel How like... How many men... Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> not a ton, to your point. I feel like Zap had, out of all the women, she had the best signal to the crowd that she was ready for the event. She kind of like put her fist in the air yes. and pulled it down into a really good bicep flex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was just very and crisp. And she had the like knee out. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. was definitely a competitive bodybuilder. Uh, bodybuilder. Because yeah. oh, she had all yeah. those moves. Yeah, yeah. she did. Like she really just did. ready to, ready to, yeah. cocked and loaded. Yeah. So now we get Brenda's. Real world interview, and she <laughs> says, "I'm a very nervous person." <laughs> yeah, you can <laughs> tell Brenda she's very tell. unsure of herself. So Frankie just immediately gets knocked off. Joe mentions again Brenda's karate mm-hmm. experience, mm-hmm. which may come in handy because she's balanced and fast. And that was my first thought too. Even right before he said that, I was like, "She's got to be good at this because she's going to have really good balance." If yeah. you're yeah. black belt. Um, Low center of gravity. And sure enough, she is able to use her agility to knock Zap off the balance beam. Mm -hmm. Pretty quickly, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she just kind of stands her ground. Dodges. Dodges one pugil stick attack and then takes a blow and Zap goes down. Yeah. So, she's catching up. Brenda now has 215 and Frankie has 180. Mm. So we go into the men's assault. It is interesting that the men do four events, five events, and the women only do four. Oh. Because the women don't do breakthrough and conquer. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So Hmm. men's assault. Everybody's favorite event, Nitro, yeah. with the sunglasses on, shooting. That's when I wrote down Boogie Knight's headband. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we go. That's great. Craig. He is wearing sunglasses. He is. Craig misses the target with the rocket launcher, gets over to the cannon, and hits the bottom left of the target. Yes. Sending off an explosion of, sh- of sorts. It's somewhat delayed. 
Yeah, too, he hits it. The executioner like motions that he hit it, and oh, then the explosion okay. goes off. See, I didn't even see I, the execution. See the He's execution in the either. shadows, Man, just lurking. John now gets into another. That was a blind shot, too, right? Or was he looking when he shot the cannon? I think he was looking. I think he, he was like kind of he was doing well. No way he's going to be able to see me. He's just kind of peering over with yeah. one hand, and and he hits it. So. They interview him, and he says, sure beats being a banker. That's his comment. Mm. And then mm. John gets a real-world interview, which well, is, this is really my good. favorite one. Yeah, He starts talking about how he lifts weights, and he <laughs> is a natural bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. said that he thinks that all you need is a good regiment and a solid diet, and he hates everyone that does steroids and he doesn't think that it's natural nor fair in the world of bodybuilding while simultaneously on a show with a competing against three very roided out yeah. individuals yeah he goes on like he really goes on like a diatribe yeah it. yeah yeah like and he, you can tell like the producer's waiting for him to finish and he just keeps going and yeah. then they're like all right there's the soundbite i mean yeah i mean yeah. it's a nod to the producers for keeping that in yeah like, yeah when they let, let obviously yeah so know that they're handing them out like candy he's the one that does the completely <laughs> right. blind right-handed cannon shot Oh, yeah. And he gets shot through the sticks. Hits him in the back, right? Hits him in the back. Like, yeah. he's hiding behind the sticks, and a tennis ball goes through them and hits him. Yeah. At 100 miles an hour. At 100 miles, miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Kidneys. So Craig's yeah. starting to open his lead. He's got 305. John's got 220. John yeah. Shumsky. And then the John women right. go to Powerball. Yeah. And... <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember this. Brenda takes... Oh, hold on. All I have... <laughs> All I have on this part is quote from Frankie, which is, I wanted to stretch myself. Oh, yes. I wanted to try everything at once. That She had this whole part of her interview where she was like, I would try anything once. Yeah. I really it, want to stretch it myself. It got really word, word salady in her real world because she talks about like how it's her family like code of ethics to just keep trying different things. And as long as you try your best... It's going to be good. And you're like, where's this going? And she's like, I would try anything once. And I was like, anything? That's where she got into skydiving. Yeah. 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 Because I think she says, I wouldn't have tried skydiving. Conquered her fear, though. Yeah. Yeah. So Brenda takes an interesting approach in the Powerball. Mm -hmm. She just starts, she allows Frankie to get a ball and start running and lets two gladiators go after her and follows behind while no one's paying attention to her and gets a goal. Yeah, and she she's does using it her like, as a pick. Right? Yeah, yeah, she does yeah. it like four times. Yeah, she's quick. So she extends her lead 260 to 195. Great strategy there. I think that's probably the right move yeah. is get the gladiators mad at one of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Let them all focus on that person and then just follow them. I'm wondering if we'll see that in future episodes. I don't know. Yeah. Can I say one more thing? Go mm-hmm. ahead. After Frankie was, you know, doing her little speech on stretching mm-hmm. herself and... yeah. Trying everything at least once. Yeah. Joe Theismann like tries to finish it off by saying a little bit of philosophy goes a long way. Yeah. He had those really good, just basic quips that all they did is fill time. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't add any substance. Yeah. But they were just words that he could say. The events take no time at all. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of philosophy goes a long way. It's true. Yeah. So now we go to the men's cannonball, Mm. which is the rope swing. Yeah. 
They only show one. So they get three attempts. They only show one attempt for everybody. John gets two out of three. You see the one where he misses. Yeah. And then Craig does like a primal yawp as he jumps onto <laughs> the right. rope. I sound like a barbaric <laughs> yawp. And he, I was reading the Robin Williams book last week when Gosh, I watched I this. I love that. The, um, he knocks, uh, I don't know Gemini? if I have. Gemini? I think he, kicks, he like kicks him in the, the sternum. Yeah, he knocks him off. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and they make a point to say that Craig is the first contestant ever to go three for three in Cannonball. <laughs> the first the show. First episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ever. Yeah, they were in like, the this is a big moment movie. for the show. Yeah, big. Wow. So uh, <laughs> I wrote Amazing Achievement. Uh, <laughs> and, he, and he also like jumped really high. Yeah, yeah. He got a yelled. lot of momentum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're going to see Craig. Well, we're definitely going to see Craig again. Oh, yeah, because uh, he's a winner. I like Craig. He goes to the... Yeah, because at this point, his lead is insurmountable. He's yeah. at 405 to 250 a, going into uh, the it, it was some Latin term that the co-host used to describe. It was like feet accompli. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> like, that's right. He used some really interesting words. It was like insurmountable... Well, there were other words that he would use where I'm like, what a thwart was another word that he just <laughs> yeah. dropped in adamantly. And I'm like, dude, what do you, do you have a vocab list that like well, someone challenged? A, I mean, I he's he been an announcer for a long time. Yeah. yeah. He's, I think he's still an announcer for like the WWE. Man. <laughs> it's now a giant lead in yeah. the eliminator. So what you have to do is you roll a giant, giant, like, over human sized medicine ball. Yeah. Wait, the eliminator is like the final. It's the last event. Yeah. So there's a certain amount of time you have to make up in the Eliminator to win, right? So if you're behind by X amount of points, there's seconds that you have to win by to be able to come back to win. Yeah. I believe either in later episodes or in later seasons, what they do is they start the person in the lead first mm. and make yeah. the other person wait that min- amount of time. Okay. So it's easier to tell at the end. That's what I remember more. From yeah. The, yeah. That, yeah. Cause that way you that can tell period. at the end, you don't have to wait and find out like, Oh, did he beat him by this yeah. many seconds or not? Do you, okay. I, this could not have been in the planning of American gladiators, but my mind went to when they're pushing that boulder up, there Sisyphus. is Sisyphus. Sis- okay, so you guys thought it too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, good. All right. Because yeah. I was like, that's absolutely I also thought this is. is where we got the idea for American Ninja Warrior. I could oh, see I that as well. Lot. Yeah, I'm like, this had to inspire that yeah. show. Because yeah. you roll a ball up a hill, and then you have to put it on a pedestal. And then you run across a beam in which the gladiators on either side have a ball on medicine a rope. Yeah. Medicine ball on a rope that they're throwing at you. That's the balance beam. Correct. That's the tiny little thin one. And yeah. then once you get across that, you... You do like the, uh, the rope swing? ropes. And then the rope swing. Oh, yeah. There's the rope with like rope on the top, rope yep. at your feet. And you have to, you know, yeah. shimmy your way across that. And then you get on a rope and go over a wall. Over a ledge. And then you get to p- choose your own you adventure. Pick, yeah. There's, there's two sides. And each side has um, like tackling dummies you have to run in and out of. Yeah. And then whichever side you pick, there's two walls. And they're like paper walls. So you run through them. Yeah. What you don't know is if there's a gladiator with a tackling pad on the other side of that wall. So yeah. you may be able to go through scot-free the finish line. Yep. You may have to battle a gladiator to get through to the finish line. Yeah. And the, I mean, the gladiators really, you weren't going to push past them. They would like put no. you into the ground. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, they can absolutely wedge in. It, that actually happened in the women's one. Where yeah. Lace. Yeah. Yeah. Brenda. So. Lace and Brenda, you're right. Hunt. 
Frankie. So Frankie gets through pretty easily. She doesn't really have any problems with anything. Although I think that she grabs onto one of the medicine balls to stay on the balance beam. Yeah. Because one of the guys did too. Wait a minute. Who had the issue with the, I think they called it the swing for life. You remember that? That was Brenda because Brenda has the the lead early. Yeah. And then she she didn't get enough momentum to get over the wall. On the swing for life. They said it several yeah. times. They called the event the swing for life. And it's just them swinging on a rope over like a, a road like barricade. A yeah. yeah. Why yeah. does they call even... it the swing for life? Well, uh, entertainment. Yeah. Is it, it seems so, so poorly So named. Frankie catches up to her at the swing for life. Correct. Passes her. Only wins by seven seconds because Brenda does get caught by a gladiator and it that holds her up for a few seconds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Brenda, because she had a commanding lead, ends up winning 305 to 290. Mm. So... Frankie closed the gap a little bit, but not mm-hmm. yeah, not enough to win. Craig's lead is large enough that he only has to be within 31 seconds oh, wow. of John. They both, I think John ends up like grabbing a hold of one of the medicine balls to stay on top of the balance yeah, and beam and they like that. dock him a couple points. points. Deducted for that. And then they both like everything else is very non-drama. Yeah. Like neither one hits a gladiator. Malibu both, is ready though for him. He was. Yeah. Well, wouldn't there have to be two gladiators? Yeah, Malibu remember. was one of them. Definitely not Nitro. Or maybe Nitro. You would, you would think they wouldn't put Nitro back in there. But overall, John wins 550 to 375 and advances to the quarterfinals. And then at the end, they show you like the, the, the next four people, yeah. but they don't say a thing about yeah, them. They, they just don't give their names. Them. It's just four randoms I in tracksuits. I do know that one of the guys at the next episode was an actor. Oh. And he talks about, and I remember looking him up and looking up the movies he was in. Yeah. Because he's like a super, super annoying, like New York City, like I'm an actor person. So the show was confrontational, exciting and fast paced, Mm -hmm. action oriented. Yes. Yeah. Visually interesting. Oh, absolutely. And capable of producing the emotional moments. (laughs) He was right. I have a few little known facts. (laughs) Okay, Okay, great. Bring them. All right. So the creator of the show was named, creator in absolute like momentum push behind the show, his name was John Ferraro. As his career before this Chocolate? Ferraro and Rochar? Ferraro and Rochar. No, he was (laughs) an Elvis. Yeah, Yeah. they're good. He was an Elvis impersonator. (laughs) Like Bruno Mars. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, well, yeah. (laughs) Yes. Kind of. Uh, but yeah, but that was too. his career before doing this was he was an Elvis impersonator. Wow. Like in Vegas? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that was wow. his thing. They had a professional referee come in and create rules for all these games. It was okay. Larry Thompson. Okay. No? I don't know who that He's is. He's an NFL referee. Now? I've seen him. Still? Yeah. I only know. Uh, uh, he might. He was older. Ed I only know Ed Hockley. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, for Larry some Thompson. reason, I knew you were going to say yeah, hockey. Yeah. yeah. So Larry Thompson, an actual NFL ref, helped the point system for American Gladiators. Was yeah. Larry Thompson refing the game that Joe Theismann broke his leg? Probably. That'd be great. There was other individuals who also, they were trying to get to be hosts of the show okay. outside of Joe Theismann. Well, I don't think Joe lasted more than one. Because I remember very vividly Larry Zonka. Sure. Larry Zonka was one of them. Yeah. And Fran Tarkenton. 
I know Larry Zonka started hosting it probably in the next season. That's, that's what where, I remember that's, too. Yeah, yeah, that's on my uh, memory. Um, Who was also a fullback? Correct. Big on a uh, uh, Tech Mobile. Who's Fran Tarkington? He was the quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings. Thank yeah. you very much. Okay. He was a. He was uh, good. Yeah. I think he's in Hall of Fame. Yeah, but he was also a sports announcer yeah. after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, the theme of the show. Yes. Was inspired by Bill Conti, who wrote the Rocky theme song. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. was a big fan of okay. Bill yeah. Conti, and he yeah. wanted to. As soon as you said his name, sure. As soon as you said his name, I was like, I know that from somewhere. Yeah, of course you do. The theme. And they would record two to three episodes every day. So by that third episode, Gosh. those gladiators. Well, maybe been... there's different gladiators. Oh, mm. other than Nitro, Gemini, Mal- Gemini. Well, because like there's definitely other ones Gemini's. that everybody knows about. The laser and Gemini. One of the dudes' names is Laser. There's yeah, definitely I remember laser. laser. Yeah, for sure. But I don't know if maybe he was in a different season. But like, if you go to the Wikipedia, there's like. 35 yeah. gladiators but That's it was it was eight seasons originally and i wonder if they two. shot two seasons in a three-month span <laughs> wow it's yeah. 26 episodes Gosh. yeah two to three shows in one day wow it's a lot i wonder if the american gladiator community has like a reunion those oh, who are still alive this is why we need tart for uh what, Larry? terrence crumpton crumpton yeah. yeah yeah mr crumpton mr crumpton there were different gladiators because in what I'm reading here, uh, there was a gladiator named Dallas who left her career in bodybuilding and stripping in order to become a yeah, I was gonna say. gladiator. Coming to the stage, Dallas. <laughs> Any other little known facts for us? No, there was a lot of steroids and a lot of Vicodin. Well, yeah. yeah. A Vicodin. lot of steroids. Oh, Vicodin makes sense. Yeah, that's a painkiller, right? Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> I think back in like the old NFL, there were just like bowls of Vicodin in the locker room. Um <laughs> I'm not kidding. Just like a, uh, what was the, the dipstick? Where you like. Oh, fun, fun dip. Fun dip. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you just <laughs> crushed up Vicodin. <laughs> <laughs> Substance abuse is not a joke, but that, that scenario <laughs> yeah. is hilarious. Just everybody gets like their one stick of chalk to lick and put in the Vicodin. This this has inspired me to want to learn more and brush up more on like the gladiator culture of Rome. Yeah, like part oh. of me wants to nerd out a little bit and and and, and refresh my. But did you ever eat? Did you ever eat the sticks in the fun dip? No, no, I never ate them. Person, uh, right? Yeah, no. yeah. There's got to be a kid that ate the. Oh, absolutely, the there was. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. serial killers. Yeah, he's a sociopath. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The, uh, it's like kids that liked the bubble gum in baseball card packs. Ugh. Ugh. The, um, I can still taste it right now, <laughs> yeah. but it, it only la- it's only good for literally three seconds. Just, if, I if can you can taste even the shards chew it, that yeah. I created yeah. after the first bite. It, it had, a, it had a chalk on it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a preservative. If you like this, let us know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because we had a lot of fun yeah. and kind of want to keep doing it, but not necessarily if no one wants to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> we i mean we'll keep doing bonus episodes and stuff yeah. but this will be out at the beginning of the year sometime and happy new year happy yeah. 2023 yeah baby uh, yeah. this is the year this is yeah the year of the gladiator and <laughs> At least we'll the come beginning up with, of the year of the gladiator. yeah yeah 
this might be the only one. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll come up with a, a name if we decide to keep doing this and yeah. probably have to make a new channel because I don't yeah. know if it makes sense to keep it on the presidential channel. But it out. Uh, <laughs> but it's fun. And like it's I feel like it took me a while to convince you to let us do this. Yeah. And by a while, I mean like three or four months. Yeah. Like, we'd be like yeah. what do you think? And I'm like, well, I just want to try the yeah. American Gladiator. Yeah, let's just give it a shot. And I think the only reason that you did it was because no one wanted to research a bonus episode oh, this God. week. Yeah, I don't yeah, think we did. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we were texting. We we're like, are we also in addition to the gladiators doing bonuses? And I was like, no, I didn't do nobody, any. We don't have yeah, one. I, no, I watched no. a 45 minute show. <laughs> Took me an hour and 20 minutes to get through it from oh, pausing and rewinding. Yeah, but uh, go click the link in the show notes. It go is watch on this YouTube. episode. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is really fantastic. It is. It'll yeah, hit it you is. right in the nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's great. Yeah. It's and great. if you've never seen American Gladiators, I would love yeah. your reaction You're to see this. I think a challenge for us. Uh, would would be to find out where is Brenda Hund, where is Frankie so and so, where are they now? Like yeah, what Craig, happened? Well, to I'm going to assume Craig's running a bank at this point. Probably, I yeah. I'd have to guess. If I had to guess, having not seen, well, I guess I have, but I just don't. I don't remember watching the rest of the season with the kids. It was a year or two ago. Yeah, I have to imagine Craig is a contender to win the whole thing. Yeah, he mm. must also. It didn't work out great for the gladiators as I'm reading through this article. Ooh. Oh, I would imagine. Like, it really didn't. Do we want to save that maybe for a future? Oh, yeah. yeah. Let, let's save that. It's a real bummer. Okay. <laughs> okay. You <laughs> have me sure. on the hook. All right. Yeah. Uh, Is it like Roscoe Conkling levels of bummer? Like, kind one of, of them like, had just, to gosh, traverse a snowstorm. Just died in a snowdrift, didn't he? <laughs> he yeah. died a day later, but God, yeah. This is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I, got I, I, want to, I want to save it for a future episode, Russ. All right. Oh, All man, right. this was fun. Well, thank you for listening to our American Gladiators podcast. I did research it. There have been some podcasts that have done it in an episode or two. No one is the official, uh, or unofficial for that matter, American Gladiators podcast, and I feel like we can fill that void of the internet that has not been filled yet. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I think we need to find out who Maybe had this the is most finally American where it gets... Gladiator episodes, yes. and we just need to beat that. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, so far I've only seen like one one-off episodes, we're like tied. a couple of podcasts. So I, we're I mean, tied for the most. The fact that we have two degrees of separation from Gemini uh, yes. excites me, and it gives me hope that the other mal- the other gladiators are out there. Do you think we can get Gemini to come to my house? <laughs> I think his sister lives in India. I don't know if Terrence. I've met Terrence. At like a what? Yeah, I've met Gemini. I okay. This reminds me, just real quick. He's a nice guy. Team, he's really nice. I bet he's a nice guy. Yeah, did the nice. power team come to your One guys' schools? Ripping the phone books. Yeah, the power for team. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wild thing to. Let. I was more aware of them. I don't think they came to my school though. They came to my school, public yeah. school. Yeah. Uh, they didn't come to my school. Uh, I mean, one guy rolls up a frying pan like a burrito. Mm. They rip phone books in half. <laughs> yeah, he rolls up a it's kind of like pan. isn't it like a God Squad in? Uh, or what, yes, what, what, is in that righteous the name of gemstones? Is yeah. that the name of God Squad? I yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, he rolls up a frying pan. Yeah. <laughs> None of those words go together. <laughs> <laughs> rolls it up like a newspaper. Oh, it's man. like a dollar store frying pan. No, they're strong, Russ. They ripped a phone book in half. <laughs> no, I got you. That was the American Gladiators yeah. podcast. Thanks for joining us. Yes. Uh, hopefully, this is what will finally get Homefield to sponsor us. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we will see you all in a couple weeks. Yeah.